Hello, welcome to the podcast that never was. I am one of your co-hosts, the slinky dog to your uh, Mr. Potato Head. Hello, Mr. Potato Head. All right, then we both worked out with with the good end of the deal. Under a month, though, so better than last time. Yeah, I think we've become sort of a bi-weekly thing. Maybe not by on purpose, but and maybe one of these days that'll change, but who knows? Well, it still seems to be working, so it matters. Something like that. Well, I don't really know of any news. That's that's going on, do you? No, uh, we're is it three weeks away? Yeah, I think twenty-three three. days technically. Okay, so like, yeah, like, we're like three weeks away. Um, today's the fifth, so I don't know. It's it feels so surreal, but it's real. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. Now it's just like I wanted to hear it and be here. I know. I'm like freaking out because like I don't want the days to go by too quickly because then I, I feel like I'm going to lose a lot of time that I could be doing something else. I'm very strict on like my time management. Like When I get off from work or when I have like a free day, I'm like, okay, I got to map out everything I got to do. But at the same time, I'm like, it needs to hurry up and just be here. And, like, I don't care what happens the rest of these days, so long as the 29th comes, or the 28th comes, because you can pick it up at midnight at GameStop. And I'm just, I'm, that's all I'm going to be doing. Yeah, I, I admire your attempt of time management, but I would rather just be the 29th, personally. I'm, I'm ready for it. I understand. I just have a really weird thing to, like, when I, when there's like a date that I'm looking forward to, like I want it to be here, but at the same time, like I just I just can't like hope that all of my time rushes forward because I've got a lot to do. Fair, fair. Yeah. So, really, a this will be a hodgepodge episode, more of a um, because we kind of planned this last minute so we didn't really have time to play anything super special but hopefully it'll be enjoyable nonetheless i have two things on the radar for us okay the first one is i figured we might as well go ahead and test what type of fan you actually are um and do some kingdom hearts trivia with you oh okay and see and see how that goes what do you think uh, I'm up for it. I'm like, I would get crucified for getting something wrong, but I'm up for it. Maybe, maybe uh, we'll actually get our very first listener email then. Maybe. Be... Well, let's see how it goes. Alright. We'll start off with a little bit of a, a little bit of a hard one. As of today, Technically, who are the only organization members who never planned 
plots against their fellow organization members or plan to kill them. Confirmed. So if we're going our theory. your answer? Yeah. So the, that is um, technically the basement does count because they did plan against Axel. So ah. yep. Uh, Zaldin, Demix, and Luxord were the answers. <laughs> Correct. But as of today, we don't technically know that. And so that's why I had to say foregoing our theories because in our theories, it's really none, none of them. They all plot at some point. Pretty best. So. Uh, okay. I still feel like the basement doesn't count. I mean, that's because you don't like Axel, so you don't count Axel. But. Uh, I really don't. Uh, all right. All right. Let's move on to uh to another one. Are you ready? Yeah. Which organization members have the ability to create a clone? Oh, damn. Okay. Um. <sighs> I'll give you Vexen's a gray area because we can assume yes, but we don't have proof that he he never clones himself. He always clones either Sora like or like someone else. So that's what I was thinking. Like yeah. he can create a clone of you know Sora or someone, then he can benefit it himself. But yeah, yeah. I, yeah, so, so I will say next since we have proof of So Demix was technically the trick question to that one because yes, he technically can, but Larkseen can as well. What really? Yep, she can. Yeah, I think I think technically Larkseen can create. I mean, we can assume they can all create multiple, but canonly we've seen her I think create two, and you know technically Demix has created the most like a million, but uh, yeah, yeah. So, but but besides that, that's it. Um, yeah, so... Did you think those were the only two? 
No, it's uh, no, it's Zexian, Marluxia, Xemnas, uh, Larxene, and Demix that are the ones that we know of. Okay, so I just missed Larxene. Yeah, then. you just missed Larxene. Demix was the oh, trick one. I thought you would skip over it because I would have. So. No, it's water clones. Yeah. I, I love to fight. That's true. I do too. It's just very frustrating. Um, who are the uh, who are the only canon villains we know of? That would hurt a young girl. Fuck. Good answer. That's that's one of the correct ones. Larsen. I don't know if Maleficent counts because, like. We've never seen her hurt Aurora. Mm -hmm. Aurora was is just sixteen, or what they define as young girls. So, um, I want to go Sykes and Larkin. Okay, so you were missing two. You were missing Axel and Marluxia. Oh, Marluxia never hurt. Oh, hey. And technically, Axel didn't either. I think both of those were just from that scene where they fought and she was there. So, I mean, <laughs> technicality, I guess. But she was never hurt by them. Ugh. Yeah. So I don't I don't know that you should count that one against you. I wouldn't have counted that to begin with, because, like, those are, like, Syax and Marcy are the only two to, like, put their hands on Kyrie and Dominate. Yeah. It's true. I don't know. I, I have very strong feelings against Colin Barlucia. Uh, any sort of harmful villain, but I will reserve those feelings. Remember, these are technically uh, trivia as of today, not regarding our um, our actual theories. So, I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what makes it hard for me. Who has a theme that has a religious base from it slash mythological? Song? Wait, are you asking a question or are you stating your theme song? No, no, is it a theme song? What you're yeah, talking yeah, about? like a background theme, like a like a music. Yeah. Okay. I know Marluxia's is the Lord of Castle Oblivion, and Roxas is is like another. Because like, not many of the organization members have like separate themes. They actually all do. You're that is that's incorrect. They all do. Every single one of them have a separate theme. Yep. You're gonna have to link them to me. <laughs> okay. Thankfully, I thankfully they're right here. Okay. I'll say Marluxia. I don't. I, I only know Marluxia and Roxas. Incorrect. It is Zaldan. His are all either named after something religious or mythological. Is that interesting? That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that reveals something about Zaldan. Maybe. Who knows? I, uh, I hope that's some depth there. All right. Which organization members use teleportation as a part of their offense? Uh, Themis, 
Zigbar. Zexian. Luxord. Marluxia. Lurxane. Does Roxas count? Uh, I'll say Roxas because he does in his fight. Wow, you uh, you did really good. You did miss two. One I'm surprised you missed, and the other one uh, I think makes sense. Zaldan, when he goes to teleport to do his dragon thing. Yep. Oh, I thought he just flew over there. Yep. Uh, and so then Axel, when you fight him, but this is only when you fight him in the as as Roxas with the dual keyblades in the basement. So. Oh my god. Technicality on Axel. The easiest fight in the game and the one that is like least remembered. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Although Luxor, that was a good call. I probably would have forgot that, that he uses it. Thanks. Uh, I don't know. He was, he was one that, like, when you said it, it stood out. Okay, see, Larkseen comes to mind first for me because of her teleport rush. My teleport rush came to mind. Like, I thought, like, first I thought, like, Zemnus, Luxor, and Larkseen. Yeah, Zemnus, too. I forgot. Yeah. Those were the first three I thought of. Yeah, good call. Good call. Thanks. All right. I, I have a couple more trivia, or we can move on. It's up to you. No, I'm enjoying it. Go on. Okay. All right. Hold on. I have to get to my next spot. Which organization members have known to be polite despite having, uh, despite being villainous? Oh, damn. Let's see if that's going to be perception. Um, He's the one I ruled out immediately. He's yeah. pretty much a tool to everyone. Yeah, he, uh, he does not like other people. No. Um. Lexi is just a little talk to you, but sexy is, um. Okay, that's it? Yeah. Okay, so you were right, except you add Luxord and Marluxia, and that's it. I can't believe people included that as polite. Yeah. So, okay. there was, um, the whole logic for Luxord is because he never really says anything degrading, and then Marluxia gives you the tutorial. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, there it was. All right, well, I'll take it. <laughs> Fair. Fair. All right. Who is the only other organization member to be seen in another attire other than Roxas? 
not fair. <laughs> because all the science tests were seen. Um, but technically, are they part of your organization at that time? Not at that time. Okay. Okay, so current members. Because technically, they would be like a lay ascendant. Okay, well then Lee and Island don't count. Correct. So, like this... This isn't me making this trivia. If it was, I would factor in, like, you know, what we know now. But this thing is so, like, literal and specific. Okay. Is that this? Correct. He uses the armor. Oh, uh, okay. Good, good job. I, I was trying to think of as many different forms. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, which are, who are the three members of the organization who were not described at some point as some, either some sort of murderer, psychopath, or ruthless? Again, I feel this is perception. Um, I'm going to say Zaxi and Demix and Luxord. Roxy, Sean, and Axel, how did you, <laughs> how did you... Not get that one. That's the one okay, I'm surprised okay. by. That is not true. Axel is described as a murderer in days. Well, well, I'll, let you, I'll link your website and let you take it up with whoever I will, posted it. I will send them a copy of days and tell them to play it. <laughs> while it is Axel's best, it is also where he's painted the most dark. Yeah, maybe that's why it's his best. Maybe. Yeah. But I think the issue with that is definitely described as a murderer. He's not outright called one, but his conversations with Syak definitely show that. True. Which organization member plays on their past to the protagonist the most? On their individual past. Zemnus? Zemnus is correct. Good job. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good, uh, good detective work. Which of the six apprentices were technically mad scientists in doing experiments on humans? <laughs> I mean, correct. Um, Anthem? Of the apprentices? Uh, oh, you said apprentices. I thought you said scientists. Um, no, I was thinking bad scientists. Okay. Theodore um, and... I mean, I want to say Vexen, but I don't think it was Vexen. <laughs> the Enzo was really close to Zayn, Is that your answer? No. <laughs> okay. Six more. Okay, all six. Ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, they all six did it! Oh my gosh, it was a Vexen. It was a trick question. I just, they really focus on Xehanort through it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, in which cases of the organization members does the number hold some sort of significance? Does Bexen count? I feel like that's another hard question. Bexen yeah. counts. You're, you're correct. Okay, Bexen. Because he makes it significant, yeah. It, well, and uh, there's another reason, but yeah. Okay, technically founding six. Um, yep, so Vexen for sure. Uh, Zigbar as well, because supposedly he's Zaynor's most trusted. Roxas, of course. And then Shion was the other answer as well. God damn, I always forget about Shion. Me too. <laughs> Unironically. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. All right. Which of the villains do we know were willing to hurt a child in the Kingdom Hearts series? This is an organization that's just villains. Which could include them. Okay. This is a lot. Um, Maleficent and Pete. Captain Hook. So technically, Everything. it's not going to count the protagonist in this situation. Oh, okay. It's just so literal. That's fair. No, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So then definitely Pete and Maleficent. Wendy and them weren't in Peter Pan. They were. They were. So you might as well add one more person associated with them. Yeah, they didn't kill, um, Arxane. Correct. Is that all? Yep, that's the ones they listed. I mean, they, they named more, but they're like, and so on, but that's, you've named all the big ones. Okay, cool. Alright, who are the top three most laid-back members of the organization? Wow, okay, um, I feel like, again, this is perception, because I'll say Zigbar, but I, I'm, he's not. <laughs> Well, that, you're correct. He was an answer. Okay, Demix. Yep. And Axel. Man, I would not have said. I don't understand how they got this third one. Luxord is their answer. Mm, that's just read the manga or something. <laughs> Who are supposedly the two master chess players in Lux the organization? As far as like plotting, I, I imagine. I don't think it means literally chess. Oh, uh, I was like, was this an answer? <laughs> <laughs> um, Axel, 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 Axel,
<laughs> who was voted, which this is interesting because I've never seen this, who was voted the breakout villain of Kingdom Hearts 2? Sigbar. Oh, well, like, he would have been the first choice, but he said it was unexpected. I mean, it was unexpected because I had never seen, like, where do you vote for something like that? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, sure, I guess. <laughs> Why not? Who had the mystery gear in days that would give them a laptop? Mystery gear? The, the joke stuff? So there was joke gear and then there's mystery gear. I feel like, um, Correct. Good job. Thanks. How do you feel about this person's <laughs> trivia so far? I feel like it's um, very inconsistent, and I'm a little upset about some of it. Yeah, I can tell at times you're like, well, this is obvious, and other times you're like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't understand where they came up with that fit and then um like the biggest thing about to me is the inconsistency of how Catholic living is. Yeah. That's that's fair. Yeah, I don't uh I'm not I'm not sure how they decide a lot of this. Anyway, all that to say We'll make this a part of our last three trivia before we move on. Who is one of the least smug villains in Castle Oblivion compared to their fellow members? This is annoying. <laughs> I chose this one because I knew this one would frustrate you. Your house coming to life? No, just like the washer or like cats walking around or whatever. Because I know my mic is pretty sensitive. Um, <laughs> okay, this uh, repeat the question. I need to think on it. Like this is first. <laughs> who is among? Okay, so I added among, but it technically says who is the least smug villain in Castle Oblivion compared to their other members. Lexius, I... That's, that's who I thought. However, would you like to take a second guess? Are they going to say Axel? Because they're wrong. <laughs> it's Axel, isn't it? Is that your second guess? Yes. Marluxia. <laughs> that's, so that's that's what they said. So I also thought Lexius would be the answer, but I think I he doesn't really like say anything to down, talk down to you. But at the same time, he doesn't exactly like lift you up. Yeah, like he's just a very 
Right. Which, to be fair, I didn't think that Marluxia was going to be answered. I thought my next choice probably would have been Riku Replica, because he just didn't know what was going on. But I guess they're all pretty cocky, kind of. So. Dude, like, when you said that, I was like, so this is not a Vexen question. Yeah, a Vexen's at the top. <laughs> oh my god. That was very frustrating, but I'm so happy that we're all playing us in the positive. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, who is considered to be the most acrobatic organization member of the bottom half of the organization? When you say bottom half, do you mean 12 and under? Or, Or like... So not counting the founding six, because technically I think the answer has to be Zigbar Zaldin because of wind slash space. So I think that's why yeah. the, that was made. Okay, well you said bottom half, and like, I don't mean 12 and under, because that's only 13. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I so six like, and under. I meant like, yeah, six and under. Okay, the most acrobatic? Yep. This was a neat fact of which one I think I agree with. Um, Larkseen? Larkseen's correct. It's, there's a little okay. side note here that says she's even seen to do more acrobatics in the series than Aqua. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. So, huh. Oh, I would never have said Aqua's acrobatic. I would have said she's graceful. <laughs> but I guess they're counting like her cartwheel. Oh, yeah. I tend to forget about that. I tend to think of, like, her finishers and Spellweaver and things like that. Yeah. So, last question. Once the entire coup was up, who were the two villains in the Kingdom Hearts series amongst the organization that revealed the entire plan to the protagonist before dying? After the coup, you mean Castle I mean, after they'd clearly been defeated and, like, everything was going to be laid out. More Lucia? Okay. Because I'm pretty sure he goes, like, like, he doesn't want, I don't know, because it's difficult. I feel like his... Think, uh, like, really think about it, though, because the the answer is going to be obvious to you once I say it. Okay. Everything is up with the organization. I feel like I'm overthinking this. I like how specific that is. <laughs> those, those are my answers. Okay, Syx and Zigbar. Okay. <laughs> no, I was I was replaying your answers. Oh. <laughs> so, so they're wrong. Uh, so Syx is definitely wrong because before before you fight him, he doesn't really reveal anything, and his dying words are Kingdom Hearts. Why? Uh, uh, well, Kingdom Hearts, where's my heart? So. 
It's Vexen. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Ah, uh, and then well, this this next one's even more technical. Larkseen. Ah. Uh. What? Because Ooh. her friend was nominated. Yep. Yeah, my answers would have been Zemnus and Marluxia personally, but that's not what they that's not what they said. So I definitely feel like Marluxia's speech was very much so. This is what the plan was, but you fucked it up, so... Definitely the clone speech, I agree with, yeah. Yeah. And Zemnus has a series of speeches throughout the things, so I... And specifically the one at the end where he's like, oh, we're eternal, he pretty much said, I'll be back. So, I mean... <laughs> so, yeah. Well, there it is. There's the trivia. What did you what did you think? I was probably the most frustrated I've ever been with trivia. <laughs> yeah, it was uh it was subjective all the way around. I feel like a lot of it has to do with perception, like the most laid back member. I would not have put Luxord in that bunch. I wouldn't either. He's always so intense and All like, he's always making a metaphor about death and dying. <laughs> Games and yeah. Cards. cards. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, that was that was part one of what I have, and then I have, in light of Kingdom Hearts three coming out, I looked up. I did some deep dig digging on the dark web. Not really on the dark web, but uh. No, 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 no. Dark web both intrigues me and scares me too much. Um, Like, also, even if it is, good for them. <laughs> so, I looked up the... I did some deep digging and found the 13 most interesting and prevalent theories I could find. So, I, half of them are ones I found interesting, and the other half are ones that I found, like, that most people were asking. So, the, by theories, I really mean, like, questions, because I didn't think we had time to go over all these theories, so I figured we could boil them down to questions, and then give our thoughts on it. So, this makes me remember when we first did our, like, the first run of our podcast, season one, yes. or season zero, yeah. and, um, we did the Yahoo Answers. Yeah, great times. So, let's go for it. I'm, I'm super intrigued. Alright, question number one. Uh, and they had a whole long theory behind it, so I really didn't read it. It was, who will betray Zaymort? Oh, okay. Just, just kind of opening it up. What do we, what do we think? Well, according to our theory, that will be Zemnus. That would be, that would be Zemnus. That's, that's what we're really hoping for. <laughs> or we also want us to need this redemption arc. Yeah. Which I think I'm losing faith in, personally. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I didn't know if it was just me. No, unless they're just showing us, like, a very select scenes of Benitas, then... Yeah. Yeah. No. Rip. Yeah, poor, poor fan. I think, I think the short answer is a lot, because I think that... I think that 
Zigbar will betray Xehanort as well. Yeah, like, you can't really rule out Zigbar. You, we hope first on this, and we hope for Phineas. And then, like, a lot of people have, like, evidence that young Xehanort is going to betray him. Yep. And, like, I don't know, like, depending on how the whole Terranort thing goes. I also saw a lot of people are starting to think Cyax will do it as well. Uh, because of his scene with Axel? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I'm holding out for that's their post-death scene. I really hope that Cyax gets fleshed out in this, and like Axel gets like some sort of saving grace to his character. I hope a lot of characters get fleshed out because Zaldan needs it. Um, Bro, him and Elias are the only members not shown in a trailer at this point. Using our head, like head and heart. So our heart says Zemnus will betray Xehanort. Yeah. But our head says who? Um, I don't know. I like the idea of young Xehanort betraying him, but like the evidence is very circumstantial. I honestly don't think that. I mean, I feel like it give young Xehanort a little bit more depth, but that, that's not going to happen. Um,. So our heart, my heart says in this, but my head says the definitely Zigbar. Yeah, I think that Zigbar is a lot of evidence, but I will say, I think I think Terranort is probably the most likely. Oh yeah, Terranort. Um, but I think Zigbar is a close second. Yeah, I can see that. So the next one, if we're ready to move on from that one. Is did Ira survive the Keyblade War? Here is the theory: is that there are numerous unicorn statues in Twilight Town. There are. And specifically in the Twilight Town mansion with the already used pods. I feel like if Ira survived the Keyblade War, that's super cheap. Um, <laughs> but I also would be interested if he like founded Twilight Town because. It it reminds, it does remind me of Daybreak Town, so it, it could, it could have happened. I don't think that's where they're going to go with it, but that's a really interesting theory. I'd like to watch a video on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think probably, probably not, because also, yeah. like, Ira is the, he's the, I mean, there's nothing wrong with this character, but, like, out of all the foretellers, that's the one, yeah. You're really, you're really gonna I mean, bring back? Yeah, I mean they're the two fan favorites, so they're also the two that are the most to do besides the set in in back cover. So you know, but that's just my opinion. I would say like if he survived it and he he wasn't the only one, I'm down for that. But just hero, miss me with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this next one's super weird, but I thought it was interesting. Are you ready for this? Evan will make replica bodies of the rest of the organization. Why? To combat the hearts of darkness. Okay. (laughs) 
So, what do you think? So just assume that like Marluxia, Demix, and all of them are actually Norded. I think there's something really funny about the idea of them finding a replica good guy version of them. Um, but, that makes them think that they, they would turn out good. Um, but I just, I think this is ludicrous, and I can't believe somebody's really hanging their hat on this. Yeah, like, all of his replicas have failed. Why would these succeed? I hope he does make another replica just for the meme of it, though, in three. Which I'm pulling for that, but I don't need replicas of the entire organization. Replicar? <laughs> oh, there's already enough Sigmars. Oh my god. Yeah. There's them just run around. Amazing. Be a lot. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. So the next one is, why does Xemnas not use his Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts 3? We don't know if he does. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, for what we've seen, he has it, but we don't know if he does at like, his final fight. That was my logic, is I bet Xemnas, I don't think he'll get as many fights, but I bet he, I bet he gets two fights, one with that three blades and one with the Keyblade. That'd be pretty dope. Unless, unless he goes good guy. Then he'll just use his keyblade. Slash Terra's keyblade? Because technically he should just have Terra. Or Master's Aim. I don't know. Just one of the two. Combination of them? Yeah, one of the two keyblades. I don't know. Wait a minute. The keyblade he uses in his final form. Is that uh, is that no name? Oh, what's that? Not as good as chocolate chip to me personally. It is no name. It's no name? Yep, he uses Master Xanorx. I I like that. I like that he uses Master Xanorx. Okay. I wouldn't have six, uh, thought that he would use that one. But yeah. Um, I think that it really helps draw people away because they're like, oh, he's basically Terra. Yep. I, that's Sorry. why. That's why I like he uses Master Thanos. Is it adds to that he's not just Terra. Yeah, a lot of people tend to forget. Like, yeah, he's got like a lot of Terra qualities to him, but he's definitely not just Terra's nobody. Yeah. Like, there's there's far more Xehanort than people are willing to admit. Yeah. Unless they hate them, and that's all they see. And then also, like, I think No Name is canonly the, the goat of the Keyblades anyway. So why would you not use name. that one? Because of the masters. Yeah, so I, I think it makes sense. That's, that's a really interesting. I think that would really change his dynamic with Sigmar a lot. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Because huh. according to all of our theories put together. Yeah, yeah. Could be one of the reasons Sigmar likes Zemnus so much. Is that Keyblade, yo? He knows Zemnus is, is carrying it on. All right. Next one, will Terra return, not because of being freed by someone, but because of Xehanort's time travel meddling? 
so they're suggesting it's Terra's Terra from the past. So they bring Terra from the past to save his present self. Yep. Oh, please don't let that happen. Yeah. There's too much time travel. Like, we already still need Young Zane or fully explained. We don't we don't need to bring any more in. And then we already have like the dandelions, like I hope not. Uh, I There's another theory that I saw that said, will Sora become a Heartless to gain the ability of time travel? And I thought to myself, Lord, please, let's just leave time travel solely to, to Young Xehanort in this game, please. Um, so I really am not excited about this, but I do think it's a viable thing that they could do. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why, because they've got the built-in way to save him with Erica's being in his heart, so I don't know why, but, or lingering will, but, you know, I think it's possible. I definitely think it's going to be lingering will. I hope so. Well, actually, I kind of think lingering will gets dead, personally. But, I mean, I'd be down for lingering will to want to save him. That makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm personally opposed to the Terra 2.0. I agree. I mean, it was, there's just too much time travel. Okay, get ready for this next one. This next one I'd never thought of. It's mm -hmm. pretty awesome. What if, uh, by awesome, I mean, like, just a, a really different approach that I can think about. What if the surviving dandelions slash foretellers did not time travel but got lost in darkness? Oh, so but how would that? Because we know time ages differently there. Oh, time does age differently in the darkness. Yeah. But we also know okay. that darkness can change physical features. We know that it can have different effects. So, it's interesting. I think I really like it. That, I would definitely prefer that over um, the time travel. I would, too. I would, too. I wish... I, what was that guy from... That Xehanort guy that we liked? I wished he had thought of something like this. He was that he had that theory that we really latched onto. Oh yeah. <laughs> the something Xehanort, the first Xehanort, the young I don't know. I think it was the first Xehanort. Yeah. yeah. I wish he thought of something like this. Yeah, that's really cool. Um and, like, if they did get lost in the darkness, what if those prawns weren't for time travel? What if they were, like, recuperating someone that had been in the darkness? Yeah. I think this is, I think this is something a lot of people, including us, had looked over. Like, this is something that could be a really good plot device. I agree. Um, it's just, like, so, it opens so many different possibilities. And, they're all like really um, interesting possibilities too, especially considering the fact that like we, we know a good bit about the darkness, but at the same time we don't. 
Well, even just think about like what we know about the darkness, right? Is all from Aqua, Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, Ansem the Wise, and Riku. Like those are our four biggest people because Riku was lost in it. He got altered by it. Aqua was lost in it. Didn't age. Uh, Ansem was lost in it. Lost his memory. Like we just know that a lot of these things happen, and some of our biggest things that we need to happen are physical deformities and uh, memory things. So for our theory, so and non-aging. So like, I don't know. I like it. And it does really lend towards our theory too. It does. Okay, I'm I'm all here for it. I subscribe to it. Yep, I'm about it too. Yep. So, new theory accepted as headcanon. Agreed. The darkness. It also makes sense of, like, because if they did lose the first Keyblade War, presumably darkness fell, even if it's just for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, it would not be hard to get lost in the realm of darkness. No, definitely not. I say confirmed headcanon. So, uh, before we get too into this, shall we move on? We shall move on. Okay. Uh, all right. Next one is why is scientist Daynor Daynor Zaynor almost a completely separate character from Terra and Master Zaynor? He really is. Um, and and Zemnus, if you think about it, really. I know. When you think of when you think of Zemnus, you don't think oh. And we really like Terra. Uh, we love Terra and we love Master Xehanort. But, like, Scientist Xehanort seems the most distinct to me from all three of them. He really has, like, other than the fact that he's got, you know, that voice trademark um, that just, like, fits with their, their group. Yeah. The rest of it is just so different. And, like, he's he has, like, completely different personalities. Yeah. Like you could like when you see Zemnus, you can clearly see the Terra and the Zaynor. Yeah. And when you put Terra and Zaynor together, you see the Zemnus. But when you look at Science of Zaynor, like even his personality, it's so difficult to see the three of them in him. Yeah. He doesn't really have any distinct Terra qualities, and he doesn't really have any distinct Zaynor qualities, barring experimenting on people. Yeah. Which you could argue, then, you could argue that's a result of yeah. Ansem's leadership. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, but even then, like, how much can you blame his dark tendencies on his personality instead of the people live around him? Yeah. Um, but we and other true fans know him for the scummy person that he is. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. That's just. I feel like that's something everybody like knew that he's like basically his own character, but it's so weird to have it like vocalized. Yeah, yeah. Because we always talk about how we think that he's a candidate to be a, 
a Nort in 3D. I'm not 3D, but in 3, but it's also at the same time, it's like, but also why wouldn't he be? So, I don't know. It's, I wonder, um, had he not been taken in by, like, say, Bart and the wise, would he have been a completely normal person? I think so. I think that what's I think what if like what if his entire scientist saying or its entire character is supposed to be just that he's just this blank slate and that's it and it's like a snapshot of what could have been. Yeah. So like if Zayvar had never met um, Zayvar and got involved and then like. Uh, Terran or scientist saying or whatever was just like found by some random other person. Yeah. And it's like ends up living a complete normal life, like saying or plan would have been thwarted. Like, yeah, awful would have stuck in the darkness forever and then would have never woken up, but. But I mean, it saves the rest of everything else. It does. It saves literally everybody else, all of this trouble. But also, Mickey, that's pretty terrible of you if you never go back for Aqua. Yeah, but he never, it wasn't good anyway. No, he literally never, Zigbar's the only one who mentions any of the other ones. And it, it's ridiculous. Excuse me. Dude, like, I, I love it, those memes that are, that are like, Mickey's, like, his own words, like, sometimes I can hear Aqua's voice in the distance. <clears throat> oh no, it said, I thought I could hear her off in the distance. Like, yeah, you thought Shall we move on? Although this is very interesting. Yeah, we might have to make this a separate topic. Agreed. Alright, this next one might make us a little sad. What will happen to the organization members after KH3? Well, according to our theory... There, there is no after. They just keep going. Yeah, like, their after is them continuing on the original purpose of the organization, and that was to help people. Yeah. Mostly themselves, but their people. Yeah. Um, so that is what will happen to them. Thank you, next. <laughs> okay. Did Marluxia know about the basement members in Castle Oblivion? Which yes. I didn't know this was a question. Uh, both according <laughs> to our theory and and, and yes. <laughs> like, they, everybody knew where Vexen was going. Yeah, like, even in their reports and days, he mentioned the bottom members. Like, yep. So that was that was prevalent though, and I was like, why? Just just play days, read the report, like. Yeah, agreed. Um, what was the real purpose of the Zigbar Zexian scene? Also a prevalent prevalent one. I feel like the Zigbar Zexian scene has so many different connotations to it. Yeah, because for us it means something, well, pretty important. Yeah, but, like, for a lot of people, it could be, like, just, like, them talking about Simnus's plan, like, just alluding to Simnus's plan, or yeah. even alluding to the fact that Zigbar knows where the leads on, like, there's just so many different ways that it can be interpreted, dude. 
Yeah, the two things I usually see the most is it proves it wanted to prove that Vexen was afraid of Zemnis, that Zigbar knows more knows more than he leads on, that Zaldin uh, and Zigbar were helping recruit, and that Zexian need, like obviously had information, and so that's why Syax needed to take him out. So that was the those are the yeah. things that I think most people accept. It's connective tissue. Yeah, it's, it's so much more than that. Yeah. But, like, what do other people think of this theme? Like, outside of our theory, and I know you said, like, a few things, but, like, like, does it mean as much to them as it does for us? No, the other than, I think most people use this as the Zigbar feel to the fire. Just that he's, like, kind of the mastermind, which... In some ways he is, I feel like, but in other ways it's like, I don't think this scene was designed specifically to to tell us that Zigbar's a god. Like, you know? No, like, we're just this place fight, you'll figure that out. Yeah, and also, like, but, why involve Vexen and Zexian? That seems so random. You can, you can do that with Demix. Yeah, I also feel like um, a lot of Zigbar's character comes from, like, him not really being shown yeah. um, to, to, like, be a major player. It comes from, like, little things. Like, he's, he's like, the master of subtlety. Yeah. He, which is so weird to say because he's, like, not a very subtle person. Yeah. But the things he says have so much meaning. Just, like, we thought it was a throw throwaway line when we first played two when he said, you're not half the hero as the others. Like, everybody took that as a throwaway line just to say that, like, you could apply that to to you know Disney characters, you know, and so. Yeah. But Maleficent and Pete had set us invaded their castle. Yeah, it's like it could mean nothing, but it meant everything. <laughs> like, you know, it's just, uh, yeah. I don't. I think that Zigbar is already established in that sense. And like, they just didn't need to with that scene. It was, that scene was so like so clearly meant for the other characters involved. Yeah. There's a lot going on in the background of that scene. Like, it informs exactly. Marluxia, Zexian, Vexen, Zamnus, Zaldin. Like, a lot. Definitely. Uh, that scene is just so important, though. Like, yeah. it's only a, like a five-minute scene. Yeah, if that, three or four, I'd say. Yeah, it's not very long, but it contains so much more than... People think when they first see it. And it's one of my favorite scenes to watch. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, the next one is, what if Union Cross is destined to be repeated with the murder of Terra or Aqua and Ben is the killer? I honestly subscribe to the Ben is the killer. <laughs> I think that yeah, makes the that. most compelling thing to happen in, in Union Cross. I do too. I think that Vin being the killer really um, confirms, like, we don't know about these characters. We don't know as much about these characters as we thought. Yeah. Um, it also, to me, gives the most light to Union Cross the story. Instead of them being like, oh no, it was Laurie and Walla Like, oh, it was, it was so clearly the Red Harry. Yeah. Or like, oh no, it was Gold. You know three things about Skull, but it was her. And also, you'll never know anything else about Skull. <laughs> yes. Like, it's just, Ben makes the most sense, and I feel like story
storytelling-wise, it's a good choice. Um, because what we know of it, he's like this pure light, he's the good in the world, but that's not true. And I think a lot of the evidence that points towards it is Vanitas. And the fact that Vanitas was that pure darkness that Xehanort couldn't control, so he had to take it out of him. And, like, if that doesn't tell you something about Zen, then I don't know what will. Yeah, that Master Xehanort couldn't control it, and his whole thing is darkness. So, I mean, that's that's intense. It is. And I, the neatest is so just wicked and evil. It's like, that was inside of them. Like, that's... I, and I'm just so looking forward to, like, if Finn likes that, if he gets his memories back from, like, Union Cross, and, like, then our whole dynamic changes with Ben. Yeah. Because then he is that darkness. And like, what if what wakes him up isn't Sora? What if Vanitas gets to him first? Like Yeah. There there's so many things that could happen with Ben and with Ben being the killer, I feel like it just drives the story because ultimately that's what Aqua's been fighting for in the darkness. And when Terra comes back, the first thing he's gonna be concerned about is Ben. And then, like, if they meet up with Ben, and he's just like, oh, well, like, I never I never really cared about you guys because I didn't really know that this was me. Like, I lost my memories, so, like, you guys can just get lost because I've got people from my past I need to kill. Yeah. Or, like, I really like, like, I don't know if it's going to be repeated, per se, with Terra or Aqua, because I think they value both of those characters pretty highly um and i don't know that they would use ben as the catalyst to, to get rid of him but i think there would be something cool about if we when we wake up ben vanitas is the one to wake him up uh he like ben pretends to be the old ben but really like terror aqua gets struck down and you're like oh my gosh what happens and then it's just ben standing behind him i think that'd be really cool that, like evil vanitas smile yeah yeah, I think that'd be that'd be pretty sick, but uh, I don't think it's destined to repeat. But I think that if if it is revealed, I'm anxiously awaiting to see if they tank Union Cross and make it something really stupid, or if they if they actually make it something meaningful. So I'm I'm anxious and hoping that Ben is the killer, because it seems like they're they're kind of going through and they're pointing their fingers at everybody. Um, like it seemed like that at first they wanted you to think it was Larium. Then they're like, oh my gosh. I think there's always been this underlining it could be Ephemera, and it could be. But I really like to highlight how scummy he is. Yeah, and it like it could be. He's still a contender. But then I think they like, oh my gosh, Blaine's so mysterious, it could be him. And then Scold's a pretty hot one, like you said right now, and so uh, they're kinda of making their rounds and so I think that I think hopefully it's been. Yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, I want it to be Ben, but then, like, the community that I'm in on Tumblr is, like, not my precious baby. I'm like, yes, your precious baby. Like, no one is without fault. And this would be, like, a great art for him. Yeah. And it would also implement, like, all of the Vanitas, and we just love Vanitas. Yeah. So. Imagine if King Mark's 4, Ben is the bad guy, Vanitas is the good guy. That's sick. Yeah, the like Kingdom Hearts three. It's getting towards the end, and they like they need to write Ven out, and like all of a sudden, Benitas is like terrified of the darkness that Ven is showing inside of him. That would be that would be pretty sick. That would be. I feel like that would be 
I feel, I feel like that would be like something that could happen because Venus is that darkness inside of um, Ben. And like, if you look up to all his memories, like we know that memory is a very key component to like abilities and who you are in the series. Yeah. So like, what if that like awoken a new darkness in him? And like, yeah. Venus is like, I'm the darkness in him, but now he has his own outside of me. And look at all the destruction he's called. He's like, I can't compete with that. Yeah, and Venus's whole world is shattered because now he's not even—he's not even what he was created to be. Yeah, he's, he's no longer who he's been told his entire existence. Hashtag Venus face turn. There you go. I feel like we just wrote that in like five minutes, and no more is not going to do anything like that. No, I think I think if Vin is the killer. And it's a real, I think what happens is Ben wakes up, he's like, oh my gosh, my past is so terrible. I was such a horrible person. Kingdom Hearts 4, Redemption of Ben. Which, we really like Ben. But at the same time, we've made it clear, I think we like Vanitas even more than Ben. But if Ben is bad guy, then then Ben adds a whole new layer to his character, I feel like. And like the whole thing about these characters is that like, with any character, they need to constantly evolve. Yeah. And he's one of the, the few characters here, or I don't, like one of the many characters here, who just doesn't have that evolution to him. And this would really lend well for his character, from a writing standpoint. Yeah. But, like, even to your point, you said he's one of the few, and I agree with that. Like, as far as protagonists and main characters, like, Terra has evolved, Aqua has evolved. Uh, Riku has definitely evolved. Kyrie is evolving, which is nice. Sora has evolved, though slowly. Um, but like, and Roxas, he's gone through six different character arcs, and they were all both wonderful and painful, especially the ones in Days were painful. But, oh my god. But like, I mean, and even Namine, she's continued to, to increase her role, and so it's like, Ben is just, Ben just wakes up, and I'm Ben again. Like, that's the easy way to write it. Don't do that. So, I think easy is like, well, I'm more think lazy is how I would describe it. Yeah. Because if Terra and Aqua already had these big character moments and we'll have them again in the three, then needs some too. Exactly. And like, the, the trio, I love that in all of the trios, there is the, the good, and then there's the dark, and then there's the third one which I don't really have a way to describe because I'm not thinking about it. But um, yeah. I would love for the first, like the um, Wayfinder trio, I would love if we thought this whole time that Tara was the dark. Yeah. But it turned out to be Ven. But Tara's like, he's the he's that middle one, and Aqua's the light. And then yeah. and then Ven is the dark, yeah. Because like, I feel like the whole point of Tara's character is that he is the middle road, which is like Riku expanded upon, and like Riku did it right. Yeah. But like, if he was the middle ground, Aqua was the light, and Ben was the dark, we would have our, like, complete set out of the Wayfinder trio. Because, like, we have it in... The Destiny Island. The Destiny trio, and then we have it in the Seesaw trio. Yeah. So, it would just really complete the Wayfinders, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. it. I don't know that being repeated, like, I wouldn't be mad about it if we got, but I don't think it would get repeated, but I think Ben Evil, I'm here for that specifically. Definitely. So, the last one is probably no, going to be no surprise, and one you've probably seen a lot is How Will Kingdom Hearts 3? How Will Kingdom Hearts 3's ending be hard to swallow? 
yeah, like a lot of people have speculated on this quite often. And like, I don't think we'll actually be able to guess it until it happens, but yeah. it's fun to, fun to think about all the horrible things they could do to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, hard to swallow doesn't necessarily mean bad. I think it'll mean the good and the bad, you know? Yeah, usually like, when it's hard to swallow, it's like change. Yeah. So, for, for me, one of the most hard to swallow things would be if they just ended the organization and just, that was it. That was done. We're never going to use these people again in any significant way. Yeah, agreed. Even if that means ending them by killing them or by leaving them alive, either way, that's hard to swallow. Yeah, and like they've established, they've spent literally the entire franchise establishing these characters. Yeah. And they're the most popular characters. Yeah. Like, you can't go to an anime convention and not see a whole set of organization cosplayers. And they're the only ones you'll ever see out of the Kingdom Hearts. And like, there's so much merchandise that's geared towards like the nobody symbol or the organization. And they're just such popular characters, but those are the characters that often get shafted. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think another hard to swallow thing for me would be if the entire franchise doesn't go through some sort of shift. Like, if Kingdom Hearts 4 is Sora again going through a very similar threat, say the Masters, we were wrong, the Master of Masters, he's he's not Zigbar, he's not anyone like that, and he's just his own character, and now, oh my gosh, the Foretellers are back. Plot twist, they're evil. The Dandelions are, Larium was Larium, and Ben is a Ben's ancestor, and, and also, named also named Ventus, with also the same keyblade and exact same clothes, and and like these are new characters for me. It'll be hard to go, and it'll be hard for me to care about those characters. And he could make me, you know, but I would be, I would still be longing for what was, you know. So I think if it does need to change, but it needs to be a big change, and not just a okay, here's Sora's next adventure. Yeah, I think that they're, we're pretty much guaranteed that because they said this is the end of Sora's adventure. Yeah. Um, I hope I hope that's true. He also promised us to be done with Kingdom Cross by the time the game came out. And I don't like that's twenty three days. I know. I thought we it's almost like so. Are we just gonna get one massive update the day before the game comes out? Or like. <laughs> I don't think he realized what he was saying when he said that. I don't either. I think he was like, oh yeah, I can finish it in eight months. No problem. Oh. And then, you know, like, fast forward to like December 31st, he's like, so, guys, I gotta be honest with you. I had to plot it out how this is gonna go. And then the dev team's over there like, so another Akram mission? He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, so let's just keep doing it for the next four years. Also, let's give them more stuff to purchase and work on our PvP. Nah, just kidding. Let's leave the PvP out this time. And he's like, let's do more PvP. <laughs> and let's keep it the same. <laughs> they're at the boardroom meeting and they're like, how can we uh, make this game relevant again? And Nora's just like, you know what, I have any ideas? And if you could throw like, well, how about we update the main story? And he's like, no. They're like, 
pay to win. He's like, no. And the last person's like, I got it. More mod missions. And he's like, yes. <laughs> That's the character they're here for. Dude, fine. Like, don't <laughs> screw everything else up, but give me Mog as the killer. Fine. Uh, Amazing. Yeah, that was the that was the thirteen either most interesting or prevalent theories that I saw. All right, that is. Um, they were interesting. Yeah, I think the most ridiculous one was the Vexen. Uh, <laughs> that, I promise I found that. Like, <laughs> he created clones of everybody. Of all the organization. That is beautiful. I love it. Uh. <laughs> Let's see. Um, maybe I can find one. Oh, what do you think of the Aqua as a Darkling theory? Well, I haven't even seen that. So, in Union Cross, Darklings are people who have been overtaken by darkness and a lot of people think that she's not Norton and that she didn't just want the darkness but that she's turning into a darkling I automatically am tempted to resist it because I want the promise of no connection to Union Cross to be true uh, but clearly that's not what the charity is mostly the charity is just Finn's heart and that confirms that he's the Finn from before and he's the killer I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope, I hope, I will hope for a very self-contained Cheerithy cameo. Um, there's another thing um, that is a theory, and it's that Marluxia's final form is a nod to Strelitzia. I saw that. I hope, I hope that that's true, even if it's just a nod. Like, I hope that, I hope that, like, I like the idea of, of, of there being a tieback course, I'm also biased because I like the idea of Larium not just being Larium. So, um, but I think that's cool. I think it does resemble him more than it does her, but you know, if they told, came out and made that canon, I would say, okay, cool. Like, I would like it. So. Well, like, the theory is that not that the, the woman resembles Strelitzia, but that when he's, like, sitting on top of it, um, it's shaped like a Strelitzia, like the flower. Okay. Well, I so hope. Like that, yeah. I hope it's true. So that's really popular. That floats around. Um, let's see. Um, another one people are like debating why Peter wears the organization clothes. Yeah, but he only did in that one scene, right? So far, yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting because he is darkness, so I've heard fear passing through the corridors. So, was that just an immortal way of telling us that he's a darkness, though? Yeah, that's like the biggest, like, discourse is whether he needs it or whether uh, it's just like a visual tell. Yeah. Interesting. But a lot of people think that um, when we get the reveal, like the Roxas reveal or whatever, uh -huh. that it's not really Roxas, that it's Vanitas, and that he just took his hood off, or his uh, helmet off and he's been adapting more of a Ben look and he's like disguised as Roxas. Other than the fact that he has if they give a good reason for him to have oblivion, I'm here for it. Yeah, that's a pretty big one with Benitas. Um I'm just going through my theory tag. There's a chance that, that 
Roxas. I don't think he's Norton, but there's a chance because we didn't see his eyes. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm reading this one thing here. It has to do with Ansem, I think. Oh my gosh. Which one? Oh, what? Classic. Oh, Ansem TW. I did see something interesting that was Zigbar's uh, nickname, that all of their nicknames have a higher significance than we realized. And then Zigbar's is the free shooter, which is a German folklore for someone who makes a deal with the devil. Oh. And we saw that he made a deal with Xehanort as prey. So, supposedly the folklore ends with the 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 hunter who is the free shooter at meeting a tragic end. But sometimes it ends with the hunter outwitting the devil. So, I thought that was interesting. interesting. I like the idea of Zemnus intentionally nicknaming him the free shooter, hoping Zaynbar would take Zaynor down. Yeah, like, what if we're wrong? What if, like, Zaynor is plotting against... The organization and Zemnis, what if him and Zemnis are plotting together to take them down, like each for their own goals? Yeah, it could be, and it could be that the Master of Masters is evil and good, and that, you know, he's actually on their side, but, you know, acted evilly in the past and regrets it. I would love if he's neither. Yeah, yeah, if he's just like a, a, a complete neutral. Mm-hmm. I would really like to see that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just another aspect. And I also really like the idea of like their nicknames meaning a lot more than just the surface. Yeah. The hidden depth of things I love. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. What do you think of the, the play Derek's theory? I think it's wild, man. <laughs> I think it's a wild theory. Uh, I don't personally see it. Like, I mean, I'm not going to say the people who really subscribe to it are wrong, but I don't personally see it. People's biggest um, evidence for it is in the Young Zayn or Young Ericus trailer. Um, they were talking about the Keyblade War, and so Young Zayn says that you heard the Lost Masters. Young Ericus says never heard of them, and then Young Zayn says you can drop the facade. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that I think that, I don't know, I think Ericus is an interesting character, because I think everybody likes him, and I think that's where it ends, and so, uh, I don't know, I just personally, I don't see it, what about you? No, no, I don't either, um, I think it's fun to yeah. entertain that Ericus has a bigger role to play. Yeah. And I wouldn't be egregiously mad. I'd be disappointed for our theory's sake. But, you know, it's better than it being Zaynor's great-grandfather, who I 
here is, you know, Ephemera is the ancestor to Master Zaynor, uh, but... So, I feel like if Ericus was blamed, then that would be Lorium was Lorium. Yeah. Yeah, no, agreed. If any of these people are a plot twist and they're not who who we think they're connected to, I do think it means for once no more told the truth and it's mostly a separate story. So, yeah, we're really banging on no more and being an asshole. Which, I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3, the truth is in there, so we're, we're good. I mean, you know, uh, it, it looks, it looks, so far it looks very likely. Um, another thing that a lot of people are discussing is the opening to Kingdom Hearts 3 is called Face My Fears. Um, and it seems to have a lot of connection to what we've seen so far, as do the opening titles for the rest of the games. People are trying to figure out what is Sora so afraid of. And a lot of people come to terms with maybe he's just afraid of the idea of being someone that he's not or that he thinks he's not, since all the villains seem to tell him he's not exactly what he believes. Yeah, the kid does have an identity crisis every game. I mean, fair, yeah. That would that's the only thing I really give him credit for. That would shift my paradigm, that's true. Yeah, I... I like the idea of, of there being a lot of depth to Sora, and I like the idea of him going through a pretty major change. Uh, we've said a number of times, Kingdom Hearts 3 Sora so far seems to be the most likable Sora, and I hope that's the case throughout the entire game. Because if it is, and we do end up getting evil Sora, that makes that moment even bigger. And if we don't get evil Sora, at least we got a Sora we liked. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, like, I honestly hope for Sora more. I feel like a lot of people at this point do. Yeah. Um, and it Face My Fears is sort of like the tell Yeah, that's kind of a um, a big one. Is what is Roxas up to? A lot of people are wondering if he'll be the one to save Zoramor. Hmm. I mean, I'm not against that from a steer like a standpoint of uh, like that means they get more than two playable characters. Which would be nice. Yeah. But also, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if we get Sora Nord, I kind of hope we don't get a saved Sora. I like the idea of starting with bitter consequences and ending with bitter consequences. Definitely. Yeah. So that's Hold interesting. On, Shadowy figures gather at the edge of the world. 
This is a secret story shared by five people. Wait for him when this is all over. So people are trying, they're like, so apparently, so this is a secret story shared by five people. Wait for him when this is all over is becoming the subject of discussion. Huh. And it was in Japanese? No, this is, uh, it's been, it's a screenshot in English. So it's an update that you and I should hit. We should. I haven't opened my app in like five months. Yeah, I haven't opened mine recently either. Interesting. Yeah. So, huh. five people. Is that Flame, Mario, Ephemeris, Gold, Finn? That's all five. Okay. So wait for him when this is all over. Huh. I feel like that lends to our theory. Uh, yeah, I'm not upset with it. <laughs> okay. uh, and it, it's just the five dandelions? And there's not a picture with it, but like I just counted the five dandelions. Okay. And that was it. Okay. of all the grandfathering connection stories, that one wouldn't upset me that bad. Because Ephemer is kind of a tool. Kind of? <laughs> yeah. So now at first, I entertained the theory that only Xehanort was a school marriage child, but then I realized that I could make myself suffer by putting a twist into it, which explains the line that I think of you as a younger brother. The quote from Xehanort's letter is birth by sleep. Which may lead you to say, hey, since they only thinks of Eric as the younger brother, then they can't be real brothers. Well, the theory is that the boys were separated from each other by their parents when they were young. But why would such nice characters like Ephemera, Asterix, and Skull do <laughs> that? Well, if you're up to date with the Japanese version of Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, then you know that Ava has revealed that she is training her computers. This group is meant to survive the new war. You know who she wants to appoint later? Uh, as you can see, Skull is there as well. Okay. So in that case, the Dandelions could go anywhere, but what if they end up on the other than Destiny Islands? Ephemeria and Skull fell down. You love to have kids. All's well. 
if it was, they wouldn't have this theory. Same time, most people in the fandom have been thinking that either Samara Skull or Glenda's in the darkness. For this theory, we're going to assume one of them do. This is where it starts. If Mary and Skull having opposing ideas of light and dark, and the group disagreement so intense that it tears them apart, each then taking one of her children, who are too young to comprehend they're being separated. Flash forward, this leaves why Zane and Marnericus are only friends when Zane leaves the island, and they meet later at the end of the tour. Oh, I think, uh, they meet later at the land of departure, Academy, formerly run by the parents that believe in the power of light, because no longer is all about connections and finding your way back to one another. Uh, finally, it is their strong opinions, biases towards the light and dark, but ultimately tear them apart, just like their parents before them. And that is the theory. I kind of like it. <laughs> you kind of like it? Yeah. So I kind of like it. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit into it. Okay. Um, let's see. I mean, like, I don't I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah, it doesn't upset me. Like, I don't want it to be, like, Riku's ancestor, because then I'm like, why not? I don't want Ansem or Zayn or Riku to be related, but, like, like that, of all the weird relation things... That one I'm down. Did you just accept that as your new headcanon? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Good. That's amazing. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. I like. I like the idea. There we go. That was really interesting to read. Yeah. I and actually, and I hope people don't get offended, but that was actually among the more well well thought out figures. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I'm worried now. I'm worried now. Why is that? Once says you don't know, now you know. Mm, preach. Preach. Well, is that all I believe? Yeah, I could continue to go more down this rabbit hole, but it, it just probably might take me a minute. Well, you know, it's up to you. No, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole. I'll save some for another video. Okay. That sounds good. Always need, always need more. That is true. Because more is good. At least most of the time. Most, yeah, most of the time. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that's all we have for today. Well, that was certainly very fun to do. Yeah, it was. It was fun. And I hope you guys enjoyed it as well, because we certainly did. It was a, it was a hoot and a half for us. We look forward to talking more about Kingdom Hearts with you guys. and Especially uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, as it's almost time. Yeah, so we'll definitely have a lot more stuff going on. Oh, Someone's other 
Wow, I saw one yesterday that I kind of fell in love with for a minute, and then I thought to myself, this is ridiculous. Divix is the master of masters? I said, I said, that's awesome. And then I thought to myself, no, this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, anyway. Yeah, and well, I think we should we should commit to doing at least, I mean, at our pace, at least one more before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out of these. Yeah, I definitely look forward to it every week. I just know that we've been pretty uh, on opposite ends of the availability scheduling. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, we'll catch you guys before Kingdom Hearts Three comes out, and then when it comes out, I mean, expect rants. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, good rants, but we'll see. I'm sure even if things don't go the way we wanted to, it's still going to be an amazing game, and we'll find, you know, amazing things to say about it. Yeah, I think this month I've spent a lot of my time these last five days, and probably for the rest of 23 of them, just thinking to myself, all right, it's not going to be exactly what you're expecting in good ways and bad ways, not exactly what you're hoping for in good ways and bad ways, so just, just be ready. And so that's, that's kind of been my mantra. Yeah, um, I was talking to Grant when I came down, you know, we sat outside and gave him his present or whatever, and I told him, I said, I'm basically um, coming out of my denial that this game is going to be everything that I've been expecting it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it'll be everything we want out of a game. Agreed. Like, gameplay-wise, it'll be everything we want, even if the story goes off the rails. I mean, Namor is a master at what he does, so. Agreed. He's blown us away before, but I'm ready to be blown away again. Yeah, I think that this is a little bit different because, like, or as previously when the games came out, we were a lot younger and we didn't really have the internet to, like, go through theories. Yeah. And we also but, didn't so. have, like, the accumulative perspective and time and. Like, there's just no way this game meets our expectations, and that's okay. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be great. I'm exactly, I mean, I'm looking forward to the exact twists and turns that they're going to throw at us. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm, I am as well. Well, with that being said. We will see you guys before the release of Kingdom Hearts 3, we promise. Yep. So, I've been Chris. I have a page. Bye. Bye.